Welcome. You're listening to the Sagi of Anne Furthermore. So this guy named Selvage called the hotline. It just sounded super raw, like strung out and talking about how he was feeling like he got himself entangled up in some very high-risk behavior. I was like, dude, this is not a crisis line. I just try to diagnose people who have weird issues. I told him to call a help hotline. And he said, I'm not talking to no dog, bitch. And I said, whoa, let's watch the hostility. To which he said, of all the things I am, hostile ain't one of them. Then I thought, is this guy suffering from binegational overuse syndrome or early onset of extragrammaria dimensional dementia? In which case, confronting the sufferer not only will aggravate his sense of sentence structure, his tenses can break down very quickly, and a past tense, post tense, present tense, and post present tense, or future tense, can become pretense, pretty tense, pleasant tense, I wish, and relevant, prelevant tense. Anyway, I made a choice, and I'm not saying it was a good choice or a bad choice, just a choice, like a decision which could have gone either way. And after making a few verbal but legally binding caveats about my lack of expertise, I let him talk it out. Selvage is into something called extreme knitting, and let me tell you, needle sharing is like the least risky thing they do. He's in a close-knit gang of competitive, thrill-seeking knitters that started pushing the limits of the genre and morphing this once innocuous benign pastime into a dark and dangerous ball of yarn which once it falls off your lap hits the floor rolling and will not stop like it will roll out of control across the floor through the door and god forbid a cat gets it in the way or a squirrel or some shit i think you know what i'm talking about i asked selvage to tell me about his journey you know just to keep him on the line until i could figure out what to do or who i could call to help him Selvage said he, like most newbies, got hooked on crochet, which is a gateway cross he bears, between croquet and trebuchet, involving the catapulting of hard, brightly painted wooden balls, matching wooden mallets, and sharp U-shaped wire thingies through the air towards your opponent who is sitting in a tub of water with jumper cables attached to the ends of his needles, or needles with a K, which is the slang these gangs use for knitting needles, with the other ends of the cables attached to a car battery inside a monster truck. I was like, dude, that is so hardcore. To which Selfish said, you have no idea what it's like. The rush. I have never felt so alive. After that, Selfish said he felt the need for speed and started taking challenges, such as base jumping off a bridge, and knitting your bungee on the way down. No pressure. Holy carp, dude. I was like, that is insane. I had no idea there were knitting gangs. Young, vulnerable street kids looking for a sense of family and belonging, dividing and allying themselves against other knitters based on fiber preference, needle width and length, but mostly garments. Understand something. These kids are from the knitting projects. Scarves versus hot pads, the hats versus the oven mitts. The biggest gangs are in the cities, like the sweaters in Chicago, who control the distribution of all black market, natural dyed organic wool and free-range alpaca fibers throughout the country. If you want synthetics, you have to go through the pom-pom gang from L.A. In order to get into a gang, you have to go through all these knitting rituals and make promises never to share the secret patterns or techniques of your gang with other gangs. Selvage told me that most of the stuff about knitting you read online is bullshit. Pinterest? You heard of Pinterest? He said Pinterest is code for, I'm going to stick a pin in your eye, you sick, crazy knitter. In order to get into the scarves, Selvage had to take his needles and stick them into an electric outlet in the other gang's house, in quotes, which is a house where they have their knitting meetings until their breaker broke or the house caught fire, whichever came first. 
I said innocently, You must have been using pretty small needles to get them into a wall outlet. To which Selvid responded, You don't know shit. You don't know what it's like, man. Small needles? What do you know? They gave me adapter raptor, bitch. We ain't playing. I said, What? What is that? And Selvid said, practically screaming, You ever been to Europe? They're called adapters. What's your needle point? And them Europeans, man, they are sick crazy knitters. They designed those electrical outlets to fit their needles. Knitting built that empire, man. The Scarves, original leader, so in B, was the first gang leader who wasn't afraid to put the scar in scarves. I could hear the pride in his voice talking about his knitting gang. And yet, beneath his tough exterior, he just wanted out. Out for good, out from this life of hooking in the projects. But it doesn't work like that, he said. You can't just hang up your scarf and walk away. Some of the yarn Selvage told me about his life in the scarves will haunt me all of my days. The Furthermore Sagi is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and produced and edited by Jonah Sharp. That's me. Thanks for listening and tune in next week.